Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the moms, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. Abin it's the Black Country Blokes, here with me, Kev Dillon, Ali Cadman, and as always, we're tuning the fact about everything that is mental health. Now, today's episode is going to be, how will the 19th of July affect our mental health? Because apparently from the 19th, all restrictions, social distancing, face masks are going to be gone. Now, I've talked to certain people and they're saying, well, it's a bad time this happened because we've got to learn to get on with it. Then I talk to other people who are a lot more concerned and they're saying, even though we haven't necessarily got to wear a mask, that they will every time they're in a supermarket or in a public event. So if you're not too busy watching the football or not too sloshed before the football comes on, send in our, uh, your experiences over message. How do you think it's going to affect you, Lee? Well, we spoke about this briefly before we come on air, and um, I'm kind of in two minds about a lot of it. Mm. And, I, uh, you know, there's there's some situations where I know I'll still wear a mask and there's others that, are, that I won't. Um, but it's – I do feel a bit of anxiety building up about mm. about how other people behave in terms of is, are people going to if – you, if you do wear a mask, are people going to go around – you know, pulling you up on that. Mm. Or if you don't wear a mask, are people going to go around pulling you up for not wearing a mask? I think we've seen that as well with um, how an opinion isn't as an opinion anymore. It's fact and how people bully you and shout you if you're having a vaccination, which, by the way, I have. I've had both my jabs. And if you have the jab, you're a fool. If you don't have the jab, you're a fool. If you wear a mask, you're a fool. If you don't wear a mask, you're a fool. And I'm thinking... We have got to allow people to have their own belief. And if it makes you feel comfortable, and maybe we do like what I do in a lot of Asian countries, if you're feeling a bit under the weather and you've got to go to a public place, maybe you wear a mask to get a courtesy. But once again, that's a personal choice. Well, I think people have got to respect what the other people think, you know, what, what they want to do. Just respect that. And you don't have to preach to anyone about wearing it or not wearing a mask. You just have to respect their decision to do that. I mean, I'm not sure if um, this is just with social situations or if they're going to open the gates so we can go abroad again. But we said about being on a plane. I mean, I, I love going on my holidays, but the fact of wearing a mask for so long on a plane would put me off it. But then on the flip side, on an aeroplane, like uh, it's recycled there. So if one person has got it, then surely it will spread through the cabin like wildfire. Well, that's it. That's it. I mean, I, I definitely won't be going near a plane, to be quite honest with you. I think that's a, that's a no-no. But, yeah, there is going to be circumstances where... See, I think it's different for us as well, because we come in this studio each week, and obviously we do we do the... We go in the radio studio, and these are confined spaces, aren't they? Mm. Where, you know, it's not a massive space. And but I know you, and I know you take precautions before... Mm. Well, you take precautions because of the boxing club and because of your own health, you know, you don't want to be spread it on. You don't want it to run right through the boxing club and there is regulations in place. But how, how on your end are you going to, inf- how, how are you going to enforce any kind of regulations within the boxing club? Because that'll all be gone. So how do you go about, do you go, okay, we're, we're going to keep doing this 
or or because it's going to be your choice mm. basically i think what i'll do is like is anyone here who's got a boxing club or runs with sport you'll have people and i literally come up and go you're right kevin um I, i've come up today i've got the flow but i just was and you're going to just shut my hand mm. so hopefully i'm still going to keep my temperature going and maybe i'll be a bit of a deterrent and just say if you're not feeling well even if it is the flu or you've got a sore throat don't come up and spread it around the club so i think i'm, I'm going to keep that i'm going to keep the hand sanitizers out uh and once again if i'm feeling a bit yucky because it's horrible when you're when you're trying to run a, a gym and you're full of volunteers because you can't guarantee people can get there so maybe i'll if i still feel a bit run down and sneezy and whatever i'll, I'll wear a mask and keep lamping the hand gels on because i think there's two once again we've we've had 18 months ish of not having any germs and then all of a sudden we're all starting to pick up germs because we haven't done that so do we really want to be hand sanitizing all the time so our bodies aren't building up immune systems i don't know as you said it leaves you with different ways of thinking because you don't want your antibodies to become so weak that you can't fight nothing off so it, it, it's a tough one but I, I am definitely going to keep the temperature going well we found that within our family as soon as everyone's kind of gone back to work and gone back to school the first thing we did was pick up colds mm. now is that good or bad because we picked up colds and obviously again you're building an immunity up that, that, that previously wasn't there and especially with our children because that's when, like, you know, if you get chicken pox, you get around other kids who've got chicken pox, so you get it early. And some of these germs and all these bugs that we, our bodies naturally fight off. So, and that's ever so tricky, isn't it? I remember when uh, we were first allowed to go to the park after the lockdowns, I was really apprehensive of it because I was thinking, God knows who's been touching that swing and that handlebars. And, but at the same time, that's where kids do naturally pick up things but it, it left me very anxious because i was worried about bringing those germs home and obviously we all want it to be over but then there's this uh, this voice in the back of my head thinking well about the winter but there's always going to be a winter isn't there yeah yeah there's things you can't avoid and ultimately i think that ultimately for me you've got to start moving things on there's enough people now who are out of work because of what's happened was mentioned earlier again about nightclubs opening now me i wouldn't feel comfortable going in a nightclub i haven't been in the nightclub for 10 years to be quite honest so I, I don't know whether it matter if the crown is there or not but somewhere like that i would i just i know i wouldn't feel comfortable but those people have got to go to work mm. you know that they've got to start bringing money and um and start paying for it so you you've got to get okay then but the good thing is if you get a choice to go to that mm. nightclub you get a choice to go to the pub when that you know because they'll be at 100 percent uh, percent capacity you get a choice to go and do it and i think um for me i'll yeah i'll be avoiding some some places say planes nightclubs um and if you ha do happen to go into anywhere that you're not comfortable then i'll probably put up a mask on well i don't like crowds anyway i get very claustrophobic when people are pushing into me i don't know who's friend or foe and it gives me um anxiety and a bit of fear you know and um so I, I, this has been a great excuse not to necessarily go to them things. And like sometimes when you go to a busy area now, because we've been conditioned to think the crowds are bad and all that, it gives that anxiety on my already 
fear of crowds to like when a boxing show happens, you know, and apparently championships will be starting again in September and you could have like 30, 40, 60, 80 bouts on. So if you've got 80 bouts, that's 120 boxers, plus the coaches, plus the spectators, plus this. You know, I imagine for the first show, the first couple of shows I go to, it is going to be that kind of, whoa, what are we doing here again? Mm. And especially in a boxing world where people are punching and spitting and, I mean, like holding the spit bucket. You know what I mean? How mad that's been because you've always done it. It's a, it's a dirty, horrible job. You're holding the spit bucket. And... But it's a mixture of both as well, isn't it, Kev? Because no doubt you'll be excited because, yeah. you know, you're getting back to doing what you what you love and, and what the, the boxers need to be and love doing themselves. Mm. You know, it's just, there's nothing better than cornering someone for any fight. Win, those who draw, it's an absolute privilege to be able to corner a fighter. Mm. Um, and see their bra- bravery and how they get on with it. I think it's going to be weird as well. I mean, as you said, it's part conflict because some ways you're buzzing, in other ways you've got them butterflies. But then, like, with the lateral flow test, and I was saying, like, you match a show, oh, yeah, um, Lee, you're coming from Liverpool, and then on the day of the fight, the few days before the fight, and any boxing coach knows this, or any boxer, ex-boxer knows, you've got a match, and then it's the day of the fight, or a couple of days before Sorry, Kev can't call me his form. Kev can't call me his dog's got diarrhea. I'll come up with all these excuses. But with the lateral flow test, it could just be, sorry, Kev can't call me because he's failed his lateral flow. Whether they're telling the truth, whether they're a genuine case, but you won't know. You know, and I, it's going to be an absolute nightmare matching these shows. It always has been the one, Kev, to be totally honest. I think it does add an extra string to the bow as such, but it's... It, the people are always pulling out of fights anyway for whatever reason. Mm. So really, it's something that um, you're used to. It doesn't make it easier. Yeah. You're certainly used to it. It's not. It's not going to be out, the, out to normal for someone to pull out of a show. Well, I said uh, this year the lion. This season, uh, the lions aren't going to put on a show because of the, <laughs> you just don't know whether. The show will be able to take place, whether they say restrictions are in, so you can only have three bouts on, or whether the parents can come if they can't come. But when it costs like three and a half grand to put a show on with the trophies, the officials, the expenses, the boxes, meals, the boxing ring, the doctor, and all these different things, and then any time you go, bump, it's it's not taking place, or bump, you've still got to pay the bills. So we are just going to ride the sh- uh, ride the year, go to championships, go to other people's shows, and fingers crossed, you know, uh, the shows can take place. But us personally are going to give it that first season to just see where where it lies. Where it goes, yeah. We have a couple of actually. Uh, Stephen Hansel's commented in. I've been with Steve. So he's got a couple. One, one of them is actually a question. But I'll read the first one. So shitting myself about it all, it's going to be a personal choice with the mask. Yet the only reason for wearing them is for the other people, not yourselves. And how true that is, though, I was talking. I ain't done yet. Whoa. 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 Sorry, Steve, sorry. Especially as the amount of cases going through the roof. And that's it. I mean, normally, we've had to wait for the numbers to drop down before we walk through the door of maybe coming out of it. But the argument is, how long do we wait? Well, I I know so many people like you, Ansel, who... um, I'm very nervous, very mm. nervous about it. And as you said, you will wear a mask at a courtesy. So me and Lee have got in there. I'm not feeling well. I put a mask on. 
courteous, uh, and a courtesy for Lee. But if Lee's got it, I'm still wearing my mask. It doesn't prevent me from getting it. So it's all, once again that part conflict. And by the way, Steve Ansel is coming on our Black Country Extra show this Thursday, 7 p.m. till 9 p.m. If you uh, miss his episode, then you can get it on download. No, you can catch up. So you, if you download the Black Country Radio app, you'll find it on demand there as well, as well as live. You can find it on the Black Country Radio app live. That's on Black Country Extra. So yeah. I think there's so. And uh, when we had John Home, who was on the Black. Uh, works at the black country living museum and he says this thing of corona and lockdown and everything has got so many tentacles that reaches to things that you didn't even think of and it's affected people who have even been bulletproof or they've worked from home or they've worked on the office or on site or they've lost their job actually steve makes a good point about that so i'll bring the i'll bring this up so he says but how how about the people who don't have a choice guys like the ones who work there they're not going to be forced into a situation that, that they're not okay with. And it's, uh, uh, we've all had kind of the bosses who just go, yeah, get on with it. You know, um, you makes you wonder whether those people will have a choice. Uh, we, again, we're talking before and saying places like offices. Now, there is some offices that are quite enclosed. Mm. Um, so how do you, you know, if you wanted to wear a mask in the office and I, and I didn't, how, you know... It, is it going to cause conflict between people? We'd hope in a nice, civilised world and country that you'd say, excuse me, uh, Liam, I've got a poo kid, or I'm, I'm a bit mm. anxious here, would you mind wearing it? But as we've seen, common courtesy, common decency, the respect of your colleague is very rare in circumstances. And just that, um, well, it's my decision. I'm fully aware, but do you, do you mind taking my feelings into account? But we don't do that ultimately. We don't do it. It's, it's a rare thing, isn't it? And it's um, it's a, it, it's going to be very tough for a lot of people. Once again, I honestly believe you know we should be a bit more courteous to people's feelings. Like when we had the special needs school up here, give it out. Forget the name of the school, but like some of the kids want to wear a mask when we're in a well ventilated gym and have had lateral flow tests at the school and we've got the temperature gun and everything's being wiped down. But some of the people feel better in a mask. Some people don't want to wear it. But then you don't say to Lee, who does, Lee, you haven't got to wear it in here. I, I know I haven't got it, Kev, but I'm choosing to. I'll take it off. Don't be saft. Because that's the person's right. And I don't feel we should be bullying people into necessarily our way of thinking. That's it. Uh, keep it open, doesn't don't you? Keep it open. And that's not a problem with, with the likes of me and you. But I mm. can imagine... I mean, we've seen over the last few, well, 18 months, the arguments that go on across Facebook and Twitter and just about how, how it's handled and this person's wrong and you shouldn't take this and you should you should do this. And, and you just you can see that kind of, that's just going to get worse because you now have a choice, whereas technically we didn't have a choice before. You had to wear your mask, so that was it. And I think it's cruel when people belittle someone's fear or their anxiety. Because like, how can you be frightened of spiders? Or how can you be frightened of coronavirus? Or how can you, can you go, well, what are you, what are you frightened of? Well, I'm frightened of being locked in a coffin. Go, well, how your claustrophobia makes you feel, this little spider or this not wearing a mask makes me feel it. Mm. So instead of just thinking, well, I'm not frightened of it, so you're ridiculous, thinking, well, 
when I get frightened with needles or whatever it is, put yourself in that person's shoe, but it's easier said than done because it's easier to belittle someone by their anxiety and their fear than to accept, like, realise it as your own, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It makes complete sense. But again, it just goes back to respecting someone else, doesn't it? Mm. It goes back to the same thing. You've just got to respect someone else's choices. That's with everything. You don't have to agree with it. Mm. But don't belittle people and don't don't put people down because they, they do. Yeah. And I think, as I say, with um, everything that's going on, and you're going to see a lot of people, like I know um, people when they um, went to a certain area of the day and no one was wearing a mask. And it was like, it'd be great like, to feel like, oh, it was like old times, but because you've had this 18 months of thinking, well, hang on. Not one other person is wearing a mask here or mm. man, woman, child, people in the shops, people out. And you're thinking, well, if no one's doing it, do you want to be the oddball out by wearing it if you're from that community because of the fear of um, being made to feel like an idiot? And when me, the wife, and uh, went out there, we were still wearing us, but it was so strange because you felt like, the leopard, the odd yeah, one out, no, and you almost feel like taking it off and going, well, if no one else is doing it, yeah. but you have to do what makes you feel right and don't be bullied into peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that comes easier as you get older as well, doesn't it? But on the flip side, as Hans was saying, if like some people have worked so hard from home, despite of all the obstacles with the children being at home or the loneliness or the anxiety, that when some people are saying, well, from the 19th, we're all back into the office. Mm. doesn't matter if you drive uh, or whatever. You've got to get there by hook or by crook, bus, train, taxi, and get there. And you're thinking, well, I'm anxious about leaving my front door, never buying again now on public transport to get to, there, to the office, to the factory with loads of people there, and then repeating the journey back home. Because that can build anxiety on stuff you never realised you had anxiety on in the first place. It can, but it, it's also that people, actually some people have just been anxious because they've sat in their house all the time working from there. So yeah. for other people, it's going to be, oh, great, I'll get to go back out. And 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 a lot of people have, their, their work is kind of their social life as well. Mm. You know, it's all, all in one. So again, on the flip side, you're going to have people out there going, this is fantastic. I absolutely mm. love being back in this in this office with these people who, you know, and and then yeah, it, there's always two sides to it, isn't it? And you're not going to please everyone by doing it. It's not funny. Some of the kids from up here who hated school. Oh my god, they hated school. But even they were rather looking forward to getting back to just having a gossip, mm. to teasing each other, to looking at someone fitting the year above, or you know what I mean. So it's not because they've just been stuck in there with their guardian or their mommy, their daddy, their nanny, their granddad, the, the big whoever. But it was nice to get out and to see other people. Whereas other people who didn't like their school, their college, their job, and then have had all this time off, but now they've the anxiety of building up to go back to that thing they loathed can be overwhelming. And as you say, sometimes every coin has two sides. Sometimes you didn't enjoy your job, your work, your college, whatever it was, but now you're thinking, would it be good to get out these four walls and actually see people? And we we, we spoke about this on previous talks we've done about all the lockdowns about um that there's going to be people who who were who are abused and things along like that have had no respite from it mm. you know and that 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 can be across the board men women children that you know so for them it's definitely a, 
absolute positive that they now can get out a bit more and and not be as stuck in that situation or even not abuse or domestic abuse or whatever if you are a carer for um like sometimes and um some of my friends like you you're a cloud to yours but like some people need that respite of the child or the, the person you're caring for going somewhere so you can have that bit of respite from um, and i had it myself my my daughter's perfectly healthy but I was just daddy 24-7, which is the greatest job in the world when you're doing it all the time. It can be very hard, but if you've got a person you're caring for and they've got um, anger or very heightened emotions, it can be very challenging for the carer, stroke parent, stroke guardian to have to do that sometimes all on their own for 24 hours a day without that sense of, the person you're caring for going to a school, a hobby, or you even able to go shopping on your own or going back to work. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? That's it. So as, as you said, there's there's two sides to it, and it's going to benefit some people, then other people, it's just not. And it's about re respecting each other, no matter which way they, they fall. And I think, like, you know, the only way we're going to know if we're doing the right thing is when we come out, just seeing how we go with it but yeah. i think you know how it's going to play on different people's mental health stability physical but then we've got the economical and the social so in some ways it's going to be good some ways it's going to be bad but i've i'm i think from the bottom of my heart you've got to do what makes you feel as good as you can feel you know what i mean it's um i remember the first time i got in a taxi and like you were saying like, well how do we know that the last people had wiped this down as the driver got out, wiped it out. And I believe at the start they were cleaning it OCD and everyone was doing the walking around, ch -ch -ch, cleaning. Whereas I think later we've gone on, we've, we do naturally come more complacent. But the person who hasn't become complacent, who has probably gone OTT, sorry, not OCD, I don't mean to disrespect with OCD, OTT over the top and cleaning, 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 wiping. If you're doing that naturally, you clean your car every time you get in it, every time you get out, and then you get into a taxi or a bus or a train or whatever it is, the anxiety could really build up on you then because your anxiety hasn't got away. It's only magnified. Hmm. So it's kind of rubbing off on other, uh, from someone else onto you. Yeah, kind of thing. And, yeah. and once again, like, uh, once again, the boxing world and anxiety, like nerves, can be very contagious. You can go to a boxing show and go, well, Oh, I bet you're nervous. Oh, if I was you, I'd be nervous. And, and you go, well, I was. You told me start talking about this. Yeah. Or you're watching someone else pace up and down. And yeah. You know, yeah, it is. It's contagious, isn't it? You see some some of the lads, even like when they're sparring or whatever, and girls, and they're fine, but if their sibling, their dad, their uncle, whoever is around them, you see them absorbing the other person's nerves. Mm. And I think this can happen within our households or by watching social media or the TV. And you feel, you know, I'm actually feeling a bit better about it. Then we've got to be care about our, uh, our diet, but not in the diet that we eat, the diet that we absorb from the people around us and the things that we're watching and hearing, because we can become very anxious, nervous, depressed off someone else's emotions that we might not have considered as our own. Yeah. And we, I think we've also got to look, okay, so it's, it's fast approaching now. July the 19th and I think if you do feel like you're you are going to be anxious going out and about 
try and put things in place now to to deal with that you know um there's plenty of ways to deal with anxiety just find the way that works for you and and uh yeah just just put measures in place now so so when you are out in the in the world if something something does happen that is bothering you and raises your anxiety hopefully you you've got a mechanism there to deal with it and please reach out to people like um shout papyrus samaritans they do a lot of different stuff now that isn't just phone calls it's text messages emails apps so maybe there's something out there for you to try and help or you know as we say we've got to find our medicine your medicine it's crazy when we first started these lockdowns we spoke many times again about how the suicide rate was going to jump through the roof mm. and uh we're waiting for figures to come out whether whether it has or not i think we strongly believe it has but you know let's let's wait for figures to come out to to put that in stone and now we're going oh we're opening up now is that going to cause a spike in suicide rates and i really do i think like um it's like when you're in a fight or something or in a in a in a situation or when your daughter's poorly or your parents poorly or you're having a scrap and you haven't got time to worry because you are just reacting both hands boom 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 when you sit down afterwards and you go i could die then she could have died then but you sometimes hold it all together and then we come back into what we like to call the real world maybe that's it's like when you're released from hospital from a mental institute or from a prison it's well how do i climatize back into the world that used to be so familiar yeah yeah and it does kind of feel like this is happening really quick all of a sudden yeah even though obviously the lockdowns have been gradually easing mm. but then all of a sudden we get an answer actually the majority of it's going just like that you know it does feel like it's all of a sudden thrust upon us that yeah from july the 19th yeah you can have a stadium full of people but what we've gone from if we're going out for a meal we can have six people at the table yeah to the day after where we could have you know a, a christening a, a a wedding and we could have 300 people overnight it hasn't seemed to have gone all right then as it was at first you're allowed to have your mom around your house and then you're allowed to have your mom in, well, it was your mom in the garden. Then it was your mom in the house. Then you could go out for a meal with your family. To all of a sudden, let's all have a rave. Mm. So, yeah, it does feel not not to a hundred very quick. But once again, catch twenty two. When are we going to be ready? Mm -hmm. Some of us never. Some of us we're ready tomorrow. So yeah. So basically, we're not really answering anything again. <laughs> Yeah, we are. We could say just, just. I think the main, the main message of this podcast is just to take other people into consideration, no matter what your choices are. Yeah. So once again, I think we'll leave there, bro. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, once again we've got Steve Hansel coming on our Black Country Extra show on Thursday seven till nine. We're going to pre-record a episode to hopefully tomorrow for Tuesday. Um, next week. Next week. Because uh, we're off on tour. We've got some great things coming up. We're um, doing some mental health talks with Orbit, who uh, do some great works. And it's, we've um, been asked to go and do some talks with them. Then on the Wednesday, the 14th, it is Black Country Day. Black Country Day, so once again, Black Country Radio, Vasquez as well as many of her performers and different things from the Black Country, being very proud of our roots. And then on the 17th 
of July, Saturday the 17th of July. Uh, Tough Enough to Care Brothers are putting on a charity rugby match, then DK Rugby Club, where we're going to have different stalls all talk about mental health. We're going to have our stall, Kev. Our stall. So, so you'll be able to pick up some merchandise there, our T-shirts and uh, hoodies and bits and bobs. Bits and bobs. <laughs> we now have a, a ladies' hoodie as well that's oh, came yeah. out. So, uh, yeah, that will be on sale there. Um, and, again, all that money goes back into the other stuff we do and we don't take a wage out of any of it. It all goes back into our plans for the future and things like running the podcast. And as always, I, you'll be able to join us on a Wednesday night, seven till nine for our other men's men's only support group. Once again, at the moment, we're having to book you in, but sooner than later, we'll be able to turn up. But what we will try and enforce is leave a number of, of uh, an extra kin just in case something does happen to you, like we have to do with the, in the boxing world, case of accidents, injuries, or other. So, a quote. Have I just something simple? Before you judge, try walking a mile in someone else's shoes. So until we see each other next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Try a bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta bit. Listen, listen.